There's no fucking milk in the house. Thought we had some milk, but we're out. All rats. Wait, I see some milk with my eyes. Good thing we have milk. Wait, it's expired. Fuck, 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 fuck. Milk in my body. Give me some of that cereal now. I'm super hungry because I forgot to eat breakfast. It's time for food in episode 98. That's true, yo. Time. Yeah, it's time for now. <laughs> Podcast happening now. We're gonna record this podcast. Yeah. Probably won't do it very super fast. <laughs> I'm running out of words here. I don't know anything else. Let's go see how long this could last. Do, 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 It's time for us. We got to blast. Hey everybody, it's episode 98, Ding Dong, it's a podcast, and we're back live in the studio in Missoula. We're, we're live in the same place. That's it. Because uh, thanks to modern <laughs> technology, been, the, Tyler can travel. It's been two years. I've been <laughs> in Spokane for two years now. <laughs> I'm 28. <laughs> 28 years. Very de- 28 years old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, things have really <laughs> changed in my world. So, yeah. And we've only recorded one episode since then. Honestly. So, the- sorry about the inconsistency. <laughs> right, uh, you right. know. <laughs> Somebody's going to listen to these and be like, like, a while from now. Also, bold of me to assume that someone will listen to these a while from At now. All. And be like, but the date says it was, it wasn't two years, was it? Like I said, modern technology and time traveling, man. <laughs> the wonders. We're back. Tyler. Yeah. Can we just jump right in yeah, to well, uh, Conspiracy Corner? Yeah. Before we jump into it, Zane and I were at a fantasy football draft with our friends last night, having a good boys time. Hanging out in the butthole. Hanging out, oh, classic, classic butthole situation. Hanging out with our buds. A butthole absolutely jam-packed, you know? And so... Shout out to the good place, not a sponsor. Shout out to the butthole. Yeah. Also not a sponsor. It's always pretty busy in there. Busy butthole. Got to keep it clean. You know Sears got toy. a busy butthole. So, <laughs> by the way, guys, this episode's probably going to be called Ding Dong Butthole. So, <laughs> just get used to hearing that a bunch. Because that joke didn't not get funny last night. And guess still what? It's the now. next day. Still funny. So, uh-oh. Going to keep hearing it. Um. Zane last night was like, oh, dude, I have a conspiracy for the podcast. And I was like, sick. Go ahead and recite to the audience what noises you then made. Well, for the record, I was pretty drunk. And (laughs) I said, I forgot the words conspiracy theory. Right. And so I went, Tyler, I have a new, made way too much eye contact. (laughs) Like a lot. And I went, (laughs) trying to do the uh, Illuminati music, the fucking... uh, what show is that? Twilight Zone music. And then said, conspiracy theory. But the whole room went silent as he was saying this, too. So, like, six people just turned and look and say and be like, bro, what? Bro, what? 
Excuse me. What? Zane, I'd like you to jump into whatever this <laughs> is. I came up with this conspiracy all on my own. Okay. Oh, good. So it might be terrible. Okay. Um, I think that the same people that make up the rules for OSHA are the same people who make up the rules for the NCAA. Interesting. This feels like something you and seven other people would have knowledge about. <laughs> so OSHA, most people have probably heard of it. You've heard it's, of it. OSHA. They, they do. Oh, OSHA. It's OSHA. what you yell before you fall off a ladder. OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just an industry joke. No, OSHA makes the rules on like workplace safety, like how you're supposed to handle tools and equipment and like... Setting like ladders Occupational properly. health and safety Yeah or pretty like much that. And like any Even like office jobs Have like some sort of OSHA safety It might dire- right. not directly Apply to you But you know It's there There's stuff Right Like yeah um, And the NCAA Is the NCAA yeah. And is a lot of bullshit um, I thought of this Because there's things That OSHA makes you do That are just like More dangerous They feel like right. Like Um like if you're going to climb up on a roof, you have to go up there and set an anchor so you can tie off on the roof. Kay. Great. It's safe to be up there or it's it's good to be safe up right. on the roof, but like sometimes it's more dangerous to get access to a high enough point on the roof to set an, to anchor. Set an anchor. And right. obviously if there's no anchor, you can't set an anchor. Uh, you, you don't have anything to tie right, off to yeah. before you set the anchor. Like, just stuff like that. Right, like you have to climb twice as far to set a safe point so then you can climb down back to where you were. Yeah. Things like that. In the name of safety. It's like when we do rope access, and I I understand it, there are reasons for the rules. Right. But, like, you can't just use a rock climbing harness and go off the side of a building. Sure. You have to have, like, a special harness and the correct length lanyard and, like... That makes sense, though. Yeah. Although, rock climbers just... Sling kinda ropes over that. the edge and just do it, and then kind of so just like, figure it out on the way. You know how to tie your knots? Great. You should be safe. All right. the equipment is rated properly, right? But <clears throat> you know what's the scariest thing is for a while there, uh, like uh, organizations were handing out carabiners yeah. as like promotional material. Yeah. But I think because it was when I was like a dumb kid, right? And so I'm certain at least a few of us tried to like. Use jump them. off stuff with that and they were very clear like these are not rated for human yeah. use yeah like if you get a promotional carabiner with like a paper clip securing it that won't hold you no. off a building no it and obviously adult people should know that right but like idiot kids don't and those are the people who are getting them i thought it was so sick to have a carabiner on a water bottle are you joking me perfect i and have it one was on like, my keychain right it was like a three like two but or like three a inch one. one. Oh, see so that's <laughs> nice I, but yeah, they'd give out like little two or three inch ones, and it's like, yeah, that's not gonna hold anything, no, dog. That's gonna it's barely just gonna snap hold your water out. bottle, right? And the so, spring would always go out, and you yeah. couldn't like open them properly, and then it's just inconvenient, right? Then you just stuck have a on your water piece bottle. of trash on your water bottle, yeah. Um, so you know, OSHA like usually ends up just being a pain in the ass, right. and the people, I I feel like I've never directly interacted, um, with an OSHA representative. But I feel like they're similar to like parking attendants, where like oh, they're just yeah. finding like it's they, a job. They're to find going stuff. to find some yeah. some reason to fuck you up, right? Um, and I feel like the NCAA is very similar. Hundred percent. There was a guy recently. He 
transferred to Virginia or Virginia Tech, Virginia. one of the two. He's a lineman okay. on their football team. Right. And he transferred there to be closer to his mother right. who has cancer. Okay. <clears throat> they won't let him wa- they won't waive his one year um like if you transfer right you have like a one year you have a one yeah before you can play right um they won't waive that for him one because his mom is getting better nope and two he was five miles outside of whatever the move distance or whatever it was like right because it has a huge dramatic effect on right your playing ability and that you'll have a competitive advantage by moving farther right so last i read they weren't going to let this kid play football Which has huge scholarship implications and like... Had a spot for him on the team and stuff. Dude. God, those are the dumbest rules. Those (laughs) are the dumbest rules. Because it would be like... I I don't know, man. There's just dumb ones. Yeah. They're like, you're not allowed... If you are a student athlete and uh, somebody you know has attended a, a game... They're technically a booster if they've paid for a football ticket or paid for a basketball ticket. Oh, shit. I didn't and know you're not that. allowed to accept favors from them. So, like, if they're like, oh, yeah, you can come crash on my couch. Can't, can't do, that. do that. You have to pay them some form of rent because Yikes. they're not allowed to to do that. They can, You can't like technically you're not supposed to just go to people's house for dinner if they are boosters. Whoa. So like, like if they've ever been to a game. Essentially. Yo. If they've ever like given the university any money, pretty much in any way, especially okay. so directly like, going to sports. Anyone in any college town is not allowed to talk to an athlete. Essentially, like good lord, like That's things so dumb. Like you know, a few years back when some of the players got in trouble, a guy got tased. Yeah, all that stuff. They also got in trouble, not just for whatever they were doing right but because the dude's uncle oh, picked right. him up from jail mm-hmm. and gave him a ride and he didn't pay him for gas or whatever right and that was taking uh aid from a booster or some shit like that right and got like that's that added to so rowdy <clears throat> i just don't understand like okay definitely like student athletes probably should be getting paid yeah especially if eh. you're like yeah eh, maybe not all which sucks because then right. where do you draw the line of who does right. and who doesn't but, like, at least should be open to it. Yeah. But the fact that, like, oh, if you're walking around a tailgate and, like, it's, I'll throw a situation out because I don't know if this applies or not. Right. Let's say you're walking around a tailgate and, like, it's not, like, it's just some random person. Right. And they give you, like, a cheeseburger, not knowing you're an athlete. Right. Would that, like, fuck you up? And not Like, on a technical level? I think so, yeah. Yikes. Um, That's crazy to me because it's not, like... A lot of college students are necessarily like flush with cash. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. It's a, there's a lot of like weird little nitpicky rules. And they feel so OSHA and the NCAA. That feels, yeah. Feel I like very this similar. Yeah. That somebody got together and was like, we need rules. And it made sense for OSHA because right. people die on job sites and stuff. But it, it was literally just some people who decided the NCAA who like, needed to rules have now. an organization. Right. And. They were like, like, hey, we're in charge of this. We don't know much, but we can come up with rules. Right. And be like, hey, here you go. They're like, we made the workplace safer. Now we're going to make student athletes safer. Kind of. And they're wrong. Right. By not doing that. Heinous. Yikes. So that's why. Dude, I like that theory, though. This has been. Interesting. This has been. (laughs) Dude, so far, been in Spokane like a week. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. It's good. Good. 
little wild at times. Yeah. Drivers? I okay, I will say this. Better than Missoula drivers, but also there's just so many more of them. Right. It's like when I <clears throat> I lived in Austin for a while. That like if you look at like rankings of traffic, which again, one of those things that I have no idea how someone actually quantifies. <laughs> right. But I, 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 let's assume that there's some way. Maybe it's, it's like when they traffic lay, incidents. Lay those little plus ropes across time. the road and you go and you go over them. I always wonder what happens when like an 18 wheeler hits it and they're like, I'm sorry, what? Shoney roll. Did 14 cars just hit this? But, uh, so again, it's just a different driving style. Like there, it was a combination of bad drivers and really aggressive drivers. Right. And it here, did. yeah. And and in Spokane, it's like less that. Yeah. People generally know what they're doing. If anything, it's nice because I still have my Montana plates for like another fifteen days or whatever. Right. And so I just have good excuses to be fucking up everywhere. <laughs> I and don't know where I'm going. I've used it like six times. People give me this awesome little bubble on the highway that I don't have to like worry about somebody crashing into me. <laughs> I saw a guy literally, he was like, I screwed up a turn and was like needed to get into a lane. It was merging onto a bridge across the highway and there was three lanes and two of them turned, but the right. middle one was a turn or go straight. But right. it was like pretty suggestive that you should turn. And so I like needed to do a little wiggle thing. And the guy tried to flip me off, saw my plates. Like I watched him. He raised his hand looked at my plates and then just like shook his head and drove away. And I'm like, that's fine because that is basically political immunity for me. Like I am undiplomatic because they understand that I'm used to seeing like seven people on the He's road. The child of an overlord. Right. And so it's like, I'm used to seeing absolutely no one near me. The fact that there's a three lane highway on both sides of the road going in and out is fascinating in my world. And so it's like, it's really not. I've driven on them before. I mean, fuck, I think Austin had five lane highways. It's yeah. like, you can do it. It's Too not that big. crazy. But when I was driving back into Missoula, two things, actually. I do want to talk right. about this. Okay. When uh, when I was driving back into Missoula, I was like, boy, it is so nice to just not have... You have the regular driving lane and you have the passing lane. That's all you need. Right. Take two. They're small. Right. That's all you need. Yeah. Big state, small highways. Yeah. Is there a three-lane high? I was trying to figure this out. I think. Going into Bozeman. That's what I was trying to figure out, is there's like a 10-mile stretch of three-lane highway. I think so. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Billings. They might, it might be You would Billings assume too. that they would have some, too. I've only driven through there like once or twice. So I want to talk about this real quick. Driving back into Missoula yesterday was like maybe one of the scariest road experiences. I'm coming home. Coming home. Such a nightmare, dude. Tell the world that I'm coming home. Let the rain wash me away <laughs> on the road. Yeah, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> y- yesterday. So do, do, I was driving in. Yeah. For maybe 10 miles. There's Okay, so when you're driving, for those of you who aren't from around here, when you're driving from like Spokane to Missoula, you have a 100-mile chunk in Missoula, or, or in Montana, and you go up Lookout Pass. It's a big mountain pass, nice yep. ski resort. And then you come down, and you've got Your like 60-some miles through Idaho, and then of, another like- A shitty 55-mile-an-hour Right. And then <laughs> like another 30 into Washington before you're in Spokane, right. generally. So it's about 50-50. Mm-hmm. And the Montana half is very pretty, but like 70 miles of it is very boring pretty. Yes. Like it's scenic and beautiful. If you've never, like if you're not from around here- It's a nice here, drive. But there's nothing it's going fine. on. It's fine. There's nothing going, going towards on. Going towards Superior there. Yeah. Eh. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But there's just nothing. 
at least their scenery. And then you get into Idaho and whatever. That's Idaho's like, gorgeous. Idaho's gorgeous. That chunk of Idaho is gorgeous. Let's yeah. not get too crazy. Well, considering we're eastern Idaho, not supposed to be western Montana. Dude, we'll so. get to that in a sec because I love that. Um, and then, yeah, obviously the Washington part's great. And so, like... Um, Very green. So when I was coming back down the pass, I was like, well, don't be raining. It had rained on the other passes, and yeah. my car does fine. The <clears throat> little car. Yeah. But... Um, we're coming down, and pass was great, and so I was like, sick, I'm out of the rain. And then, like, 45, 50 miles out of Missoula, you just saw the clouds, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this will either go one of two ways. Because those clouds are close to the highway, but I don't know if they're on it or not. Right. And um, basically what happened is I came around a corner and hit a sheet of water. Oh, no. Like Just a wall? Yeah, like you could see it. There was no rain, and then there was all the rain. Right. And so I came into it, and the plus side on those bigger highways is that if something goes sideways, you have multiple options to avoid it. If something goes sideways on a two-lane highway, hope you're not behind it. Like, (laughs) And so fortunately, nothing went too crazy, but like... If you've never been driving and had a car hydroplane, then you don't know what so fear is. Scary. Like so scary. Because basically you're like you come to a very startling realization that you're in a vehicle that weighs a ton or two. Yeah. And you have zero control. And you have absolutely no say There's in where that's going all of a sudden. It. Right. And it's not like you can get control. It's not like, oh, let me touch the brakes and it'll come back under me. It's like, nope. Probably don't touch the brakes. <laughs> right. Don't touch the brakes because then you'll start sliding. Yeah. Um and so Basically, the road was just flooded for like Great. eight or ten miles. Great. It was awful. Did you watch the video that was going around <clears throat> like a week ago of the, a microburst? Like it was a, it was a, like a, from so. a lookout tower over a mount, on a mountain that was looking over a little city. And you no. just watch this cloud roll in. And like literally the cloud just pretty much fell out of the sky. Right. And just and shit was on like the city. An unreasonable amount of rain. Yeah. Just in one spot. Dude. <clears throat> I feel like we didn't quite get it that bad yesterday, but it was close. You know that. Right. When it started coming down, imagine about that times one and a half for like 10 miles straight. No. It thanks. was a beautiful blue day. Yeah. And I had to drive. It was like nighttime. Yeah. It was like dark. And so I'm on this highway, and I'm kind of just like, all right, don't think about this too much, <laughs> because my car is like, and doing, you can feel each different wheel going out at separate times, and I'm like, if all four go, I win the worst lottery. <laughs> like, <clears throat> dude, it just sucked. Yeah, that's And so fun. I'm like, but that's the thing, it's like, fucking Montana weather, man. <laughs> I know every place has that saying of like, oh, wait, ten, you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes. Yeah. But for real, I got out of that and I was like maybe 15 miles out of Missoula, 20 miles. And I could see Missoula at that yeah. point. And it was like this beautiful, stunning, perfect day. Yeah. And I was like. And it was hot again. Bench. Yeah. I was pissed because <sighs> I was like, God damn it. Of course, I get right through this awful garbage that had I left 20 <laughs> minutes later, I would have entirely missed. It just sucks. Yeah. That's no fun. Dry, like, Yeah. Like you said, hydroplaning is so fucking scary. I've done it, I've done it once, and yeah, it's a like, huge nightmare. Well, I'm dying now, right? So you just kind of say like, ah, all right. Hope <laughs> none of these other cars panic at all. Yeah, because it's not like ice where you can like eventually steer yourself out of it or anything. And like, you still have you just some have to traction wait on ice. Your, yeah, you you can figure out how to drive on ice. Like this is basically like hydroplaning. Yeah. The water is in control of your car. You I've never seen the, the road flooded fully in Missoula. It looked like yeah. a flash flood hit. <clears throat> I've had it. 
a couple times going like down between Lolo and Florence. Oh yeah, where it's just sheeting yeah. across the like there's two inches, three inches of water right all the way across the road, and the wind is fucking blowing straight across as well. And you're like, well, all right, here's hoping. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were talking about going over the pass there. Yeah, fucking look out. It's eighty. All the way there. Right. Going up the pass is 75. Right. And then you hit the top and it says, welcome to Idaho. Here's the new speed limit. 45. 45, 55. 45 down the pass, 55 in the state. On shitty, bumpy ass roads. They're so bad. Because they have those weird in in lane rumble strip things. Right. I don't know if they're supposed to be for extra traction or what. I mean, they're kind of nice to say like, hey, like, you're changing lanes. In the winter, lanes, they but... make sense. Right. But in the summer, no, like, you just They hear... have the ones that are like in the lane, not the right. one that's on the line in between. Uh, What? Is that why they're so garbage? Yeah. Oh. Um, I was trying to figure that out I, yesterday. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. It's like going to, suck? to like Jerry Johnson. Yeah. You cross over into Idaho right over there. Right. Like the road changes to shitty. Yeah. Right when you get no, there. No, yeah. Crossing each state is very distinct in their yeah. roads. Like I know I need to turn up the radio in Idaho and I know I need to turn it down less than Idaho, but still more than Washington when I get into Montana. Right. Because the roads are because your smoother. car makes a different noise on the roads, right? It's like, and when it's concrete, it does that that like yeah. whistle thing instead of the asphalt, right? Um, yeah. But quick history lesson Please. for people who don't know: yes, that this is why I said that Eastern Idaho or yeah, Western Montana is Eastern Idaho. <clears throat> My speakers broke. Please, um, when the cartographers were originally mapping out the United States. They uh they found the wrong mountain range. Oops. So the mountain range that splits Montana, that is the Great Divide. You've heard of it. Is uh supposed to be where the state ended. That was supposed to be the state bound boundary. Right. But they rolled up on the next set of mountains over. That Classic honestly mistake. I don't know. The Rockies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were like, Oh, this is the Great Divide. And uh, this is where the state goes. Which is weird because one of those sets of mountains has a giant plains on the right and <laughs> shitloads of mountains on the left. And the other one has shitloads of mountain on the left, too. But also a big set of mountains on the right and then plains. Right. And so Montana got its little face section. Yeah. Because they followed the Rockies instead of is that is that the right mountain range? I think so. Because if you th- if you look at a map of the U.S. too, most of the states, if not like all of them, are square. Oklahoma aside, right? And then like, but like, like this like, half of the country, like yeah. pretty much everything North is Dakota, squared South off Dakota, at least. Wyoming, Colorado, Utah, right? Like even Washington, all, Oregon, yep. like California has its coast, but its edges internally are square. Yeah, too. Nevada is pretty pretty much a linear. square, right? Yeah. And so, like, Montana and Idaho just have this weird chunk where it's like, okay, if you're drawing a map, you're like, all right, everything else is a square. We're not just going to go straight up from here. Right. We're going to just absolutely obliterate this line and just go nuts with it and draw it along this Rocky Mountain. Right. So Idaho was supposed to be a square vertical rectangle, and it was supposed to be the most gorgeous place. About to dunk on all our Idaho (laughs) listeners, Idaho would have been a billion times better had they gotten the Montana chunk. Yes. Because they would have gotten all their state of would have been Montana. our state rotated, right? Like as that as we like are a crazy now. Sentence, but I hear what you mean. Yeah, like the western half, 
and the eastern half they are totally separate, like Missoula places, basically. Like Flathead, Glacier. They would have gotten um, all the pretty shit. <laughs> Butte would have been in there, which would have yep. been like totally different for history purposes. Yeah, given that Butte was like the richest country or city in the world for yeah. a while. Butte, America, and like they would have gotten all of these like really kind of amazing things. Also, sorry to our eastern Montana <laughs> listeners. You know, you have a different kind of beauty over there, and it's at basically least you're not in North Dakota. Dakota. Right, you're you're in West Dakota. <laughs> yeah, though. pretty much. They get um, hailstorms over there and shit. Like they'd still get Yellowstone because that's in like yeah. the corner right. of Montana and mostly Wyoming. Yeah. But yeah, they would have gotten a lot. Yeah. And I feel like Idaho is worse off for not having it. But they got potatoes. You want to know the crazy thing yeah, about potatoes? Yeah, you want hold on. This isn't conspiracy <laughs> corner. This is me spitting true hot facts at you. The uh, potatoes that they grow in Idaho are seeded here, You're shipped welcome. there, grown, and then shipped back. You're so. fucking welcome, Idaho. <laughs> Literally a state. Okay, so every state's got their thing. Idaho potatoes, synonymous with Idaho, obviously. Right. Everybody knows Idaho for the You're potatoes. You're welcome, Idaho. What can we say? What but would hey, they have without potatoes? You're welcome. Lake Ponderay. Boise. <laughs> Smurf turf. I don't know why this just turned into <laughs> me dunking on Idaho, but. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to know your place, Trash. <laughs> yeah, I can... <laughs> you said it, not me, damn. I, I've never had a bad time in Idaho. Dude, I was... Other than Wallace. <laughs> Whoa. You get... Madison will call you right now and fight you if you diss on Wallace. Dude, do you remember that guy here who robbed the Hilton and then they found him in Wallace? No, I don't remember that at Some all. What are you talking like, about? fucking meth guy or something. What? Who like grew up in Wallace and every everybody knew him as a bad dude over there. Well, there's and 600 then he came people here there, so... And he tried to fucking rob the Hilton. Might have gotten away with it, too. And then exactly, I think Dennis was working there at that point. Of course he was. And then uh, ended up in back in Wallace, and they fucking found him in Wallace. Dude, Madison loves Wallace. I know. Wallace is one of her favorite. Wallace calls himself the center of the universe, (laughs) which is a hilarious. Have they done the math? No, they don't have to because they're the center. Oh, perfect. Math's impossible there. Oh, okay. Their gravity's too strong. They just because of being the center, right? Right. Is, uh, Is Wallace the place with like the weird little train and and stuff like that? The weird little train? Like if you're driving through, you look off the highway and they have like a, a train museum and like stuff like that. Or is that the next? Is that just outskirts like of maybe? Kellogg? I think that's outskirts of Kellogg. Wallace is where you come up the hill and you're on the, this is this is how Montanans give directions to any of our East Coast listeners. We talk in time to get there rather than right. literal distance. And we also give weird geological directions yeah. instead of like actual roads. Yeah. So when you're driving, there's the mountain on the side. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of the nicer chunks of highway. Yeah. And it's kind of S-curves along the mountain. And it's down right. in the valley there. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm and it looks of like everything's other... like 1800s Western. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's nice and small. Here's the thing. That's where the great, great burn happened, right? Right up that, that valley. So. Yeah. Why would people live there? It's like three miles across. Right. And all trees. Right. And then you put a city right in, in the between middle of there. there. Yeah. Like, where are you going to go if you need to get out? If it floods, you're dead. If you fire, you're, you're dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> tornado, you're, you're dead. dead. Probably won't get one there yeah, just because- dude, like, if you got a tornado in Wallace, things have gone horribly dude, it's wrong. it's going all the way from fucking the edge of Washington <laughs> right. straight down to the bottom of Lookout Pass, <laughs> right. right through a three-mile-wide <laughs> fucking valley. Was it you yesterday, or was it- Rach, who had the theory on why highways are built how they are. Rachel. I like it, though. I don't have any theories on that. It was a good one, though, because it was like, I wonder if when the people, like, if that's why, like, 
highways are built where they are. Yeah. Because like so nature has to, like go up and over right. stuff. So like nature has eroded that. Yeah. But that also then explains why weather patterns follow the highway. That would make sense. Because it's like, right, wow. if they're following that. Dude, I know. That doesn't wow. like, it doesn't feel that crazy now that we've said it. <laughs> Too much. Oh, man. Zane, I still haven't gotten used to having taxes oh, on man. my regular day-to-day purchases. I'm sorry. I don't it's know that rough. you ever will. I don't know that Just I will either. fight it for two years, and then you can maybe ditch it. Well, who knows? Because I like being there, too, is the yeah. problem. Well, that's good, at least. Maybe they'll ditch it in two years Ooh. and say, that's, this is dumb. Say, this is for Tyler. This one's for Pat! <laughs> It's still real to me, damn it. It's still real to me, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that that will never not be funny. But, 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 with that comes things like Costco with a full liquor section. Yeah. What a world. It's like 50% on alcohol, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty atrocious. Yeah. But it's also in uh, the grocery stores. Right. And so... Because that's a thing that we, not that I'm like, oh, geez, let me go get a a bottle of alcohol every time I'm at the grocery store. But you could. But I could. There was a time about two weeks ago (laughs) when my fridge had, let's say, 20 things in it. Okay. 19 of those things were alcohol. Perfect. And my family was coming that weekend. (laughs) (laughs) And so I went grocery shopping. I had some groceries, not many, but I had some. But- I told you about Total Wine last time, right? Yes. Yeah, dude. Total unbelievable. Wine. Total Wine. Oh, man. Do you need some cheese to go with that Total Wine? Total Wine. Second cheapest wine. Dude, I don't know why this reminded me of that, but I had um, I have my VR headset yeah. set up over there. Did I tell you about this? You said you got it. You haven't told me anything yeah, about it. Yeah, so it's fucking amazing. Good. It's so cool. Cool. There's a game... That, okay, people who use VR are going to be like, this is dumb. That's the demo, basically. But there's a game called put out by Valve yeah. that's called The Lab. Okay. And basically what it is is like six VR demos, but one of them you get to be an archer who shoots bows and arrows at people. Yo. It's lit. I that's played it sweet. for like three hours. <laughs> My arm was so tired. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I was like, I was wiped out. Like my, the next day my arm hurt. <laughs> Because I'd just been holding Beautiful. it out for so long and just fucking ba ba ba. It's crazy. But the one that I'm most excited to try, and I'll have to report back maybe next week if I get it. Yeah. Is this game? It's like called like Two MQB or something like that. Okay. And basically, the classic. You know it. You'd get to draw plays, and you know the little guys on like the foosball table, like yeah. the shape of them. Yeah. So you have those, and it puts you in a like eleven on eleven football situation. Okay. And the ball gets snapped to you, and you have to, like, drive down the field in a two-minute drill. But you get to drop the plays with wow. the X's and O's. That's sweet. I Right? Kind of. I'm that, I'm excited about it. That does sound pretty I'm cool. I'm going to do some crazy shit, like four wide receiver sets, but they're all off to the right. Right. Remember, I I mean, this was got really older than me. I only used one a time or two. Right. Remember the football game that, like, buzzed? You'd, like, yes. put your little magnetic dudes yeah. down, and you and had to, like, chaos. Yeah. Like... We got we've gone from that to now you're to now I'm the quarterback. You're the quarterback. What's the only thing I will say about VR so far though is that everyone who knows me knows I'm a big baby when it comes to scary stuff. <laughs> 
And there was a one of the demos in the lab was like uh, robot repair or whatever. And it was basically just getting you used to using the hand or right. like the controllers as hands. But <laughs> the problem is on the screen, it's like, oh, cool. Yep, there's the guy. Here he comes. But in reality, he was like seven or eight feet tall, this giant robot. Oh, shit. And having played the Portal games, like you kind of mm. know he's not necessarily that, that good of a robot. Right. And the voice is kind of ominous and like all this stuff. And it walks straight towards you. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> No, no. Let me chill. Sweet baby, no, no. And I told I told that to my friend Nathan, who like told me the headset mm-hmm. and has like gotten me all the tech stuff. And I'm like, so listen, <laughs> you want me to get this game called Arizona Sunshine as a zombie shooter? I'm not gonna be able to do that <laughs> because your boy won't sleep. Also, I was really excited about Skyrim. Less excited about it now <laughs> because I can't, right, I can't imagine having some like Draugr or some like fucking dragon show up, dude, just right behind me. What game is it? Um, oh, it was God of War, the God newest one. Every once in a while, you'll open a chest and a fucking dude will come nope. out of the chest. Nah. That would be terrifying. Right. Or the- like playing like Dark Souls or something where the chests just like are, uh, no. I forget what they're called. Don't want it. But they just come alive on you. Right. Fuck that. But that's what I mean. And so it's like, it's dumb because you know it's a game. Right. But also it's like pretty immersive, especially like with headset on and stuff like that. Boy, I'm telling you, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's I feel like the little kid who's like ha ha ha, 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 ha who's like scared laughing of it. <laughs> like is having a good time but definitely is worried. He's having a good time having a bad time. Right. Been watching a lot of The Bachelor, but we can't talk about that. It's Bachelor in Paradise, Zane. I'm not impressed. Well, I am. The season's been very dramatic. Bill Belichick voice on. Mm. <laughs> We're on Cincinnati. To, uh, stop watching those shows. You gotta focus what? on moving forward. Huh? Mm. Yeah, he's a pretty good player. Hate it. <laughs> Can I say this real quick? Yes. I've been listening this. to a lot of. Okay. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently. Okay. And while traitor. we're loud as hell, yeah. Yeah, big traitor. <laughs> Definitely backstabbing. Backstabsman. Um while we're loud as hell, yeah. at least we slash mostly you know how to level a podcast. Right. Because yeah, I have to turn it up and down. But literally there's podcasts that it's just people talking, no excited tones or anything like that. Right. Like people who have hundred or 200 episode podcast. Yeah. And I was switching between volume 12 and volume 18. Depending entire, on who was talking. Yeah. Like for an hour. Yo. It's, uh, and it was like, it hurt your ears if you left it at 18. Right. But you literally couldn't hear it unless you turned it up that high for certain other people. Yeah. Crazy to me. I listened to the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. And obviously Joe Budden just yells a lot. Right. Um, they all get there. I mean, there are four of them on mics at any given time. Right. Um, but Parks, one of their dudes is an audio engineer. Yeah. And they have a guy, Savon, who's their intern. Yeah. Who also runs his own podcast. And I'm not sure if Parks edits the podcasts or if Savon does it, but they, uh, they, there's all always come out, even though they're yelling and stuff, nice and level. I never have to adjust the volume. So nice, it just dude. sounds nice and clean and coherent. Right. Cause that's the thing you can yell. It's like in a song when a guy sings really quietly, it's yeah. not like, 
like it's they they took that range and pulled that part a little up, and then they brought the part where he yells a little down, and everything sits nice and right in a channel, so your ears don't go ooh ah ooh ah ooh ah. Low key, that's my only gripe about the Greatest Showman soundtrack that's is fair. whoever mixed it did not do a good job. What do you mean I'm singing in the song? I'm Hugh Jackman. I'm singing in the song. I'm Hugh Jackman. This music is beautiful. Zac Efron, Anson, Daya. This is the greatest show! But that's right. I agree. Because that soundtrack is beautiful. It's so good. All the songs are well written. The fucking score is great. They Yeah, they jam. They're like radio songs. Right. But you start it, you press play, and you can't hear it for the first 45 seconds no, I know. unless you fucking crank it. And then all of a sudden, and, it's like, <laughs> and you're like, whoa. And you're like, we all died. All I probably the same shouldn't time. have made so many loud noises immediately after I said we are good at leveling it. Because the people will know that that was a lie. <laughs> so it's easy to see that that is a lie. So that was a, a big Bold lie. face lie. That was a lie. A lie. Man, I haven't been doing that much. Dude, I, yeah, I'm realizing that I haven't done much. Literally, either. like, for a week, I've done very little. I've been hanging out with Rocket a lot. She's a real nice. treat. Still still killing it. Shout out my little I baby. I heard you almost crushed her. Dude, we can't talk about that. <laughs> I am, like, still shaken by it. I had, like, a bad day for the rest of the day. I'm sorry. Knowing that I almost killed my cat. Oh, no. Okay, let's set the scene, since apparently <laughs> we're doing this. I have a table in my apartment that's, like... It's like a 70s style design. It's got like a big open, like. Right. Right. It's like a big square. Right. And it's got and a big. spot for a leaf or something? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, so there's that table. No, oh, so this okay. is my coffee table. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And so my coffee table. How would you it's describe It's like hollow. That? Yeah, it's like hollow. It's and like then, a rectangle with no middle. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And then underneath that, there's no legs. It's just got a center. It's just a base. Like yeah. base. And I've never checked. Because when I finished the table, I just left that part undone. Like, who's looking at that? Right. No one needs to see that. I had I finished the table the day before the bar. Right. Which was probably not the best idea. Bar. Given that I should have probably been focusing on taking the biggest test of my well, life. Maybe. But I needed a break, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so I finished my table up and sanded it all down. And fuck it, I was tired. My back hurt. So I didn't finish the base of it. But in doing so, I never checked the bottom. And so... Because why would you? Because why would I? And so I bought some like um, like polyurethane or whatever to finish the top of the table because I liked how it looked non-stained and non-painted. Right. But I needed it so you could actually like eat on it and stuff too and right. not have to worry about watermarks and things like that. And so I am getting all my supplies ready and all this stuff and I've put Rocket away in the room. Right. The door is closed. Tried to prevent. Right. Already was looking at this. And... Basically, what had happened is the my apartment, when I have like the AC on, because it's a window mounted unit, it's pulling in air from outside. But it's it's a high rise building, and right. so they have these windows that only open up like three or four inches. Right. Which again, I also don't open because I have a cat who would fit through that, and I don't want to deal with that situation. Right. And so it creates this weird suction effect. Right. So some doors slam shut, and others you have to like refund to get to close if all the AC is on. Right. So what must have happened, because I pulled that door closed, and it must have just not quite fully latched. Oh, no. Because I don't think she opened the door. Right. I can't figure out how she got out. Right. Long story short, though, she got out. I had tipped the table up on its side, on the on the flat side. Right. Which is perfectly stable. Yeah. 
And she, I think, got a hold of a toy. I turned around to grab the paint and get it ready, or the, the little plastic that I was going to lay under the table. Yeah. That was why it was up in the first place. Right. Grab the plastic to lay it, and I start throwing it, and I see the table fall out of the corner of my eye. Oh, no. So what had happened was Rocket was chasing a toy down the hallway, crashed into the table, and it fell on her. Oh, no. And so immediately, it was like a while ago we had a camping incident where somebody had a horrible injury. Yeah. We had to drive, <laughs> yeah. and everybody just went into super focus mode. Right. That was where I hit. My shit just switched gears, and I was like, okay. This is I have to just deal with whatever has happened right now. Right. Like my brain shut off, pure animal instinct kicked in <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." And so I'm like so worried. Right. And cuz there's no meowing, there's no, no anything like that. And I'm like, "Okay, either she's fine. She was Schrodinger's cat at this exact moment. She <laughs> oh, was no. both dead and alive." Cuz this table is not small. I right. can't lift it off the ground by myself. Right. And so I'm like, that's it. This cat weighs seven pounds. She's done. She's gone. You're done now. And I'm like, how the fuck do I even live with myself now? And so I like kind of close my eyes and just lift up the table. And that little asshole walks out and is like, what's up? And I was like, dude, you dick. What had happened was there was a, the square base for the table is hollow. It's two mm. by fours aligned in a square with nothing in between it. Mm. And she is small. And when the table and fell, she ducked in there. Right. And pulled her little tail in and everything like that and just sat under there. Wild. Wild. Cat don't. And so one of those nine lives is gone for sure. <laughs> And yeah, she just walks out and chirps at me and is kind of like, what's going on? Ha ha. And goes back to playing with her toy like it's nothing. And I like picked up this poor little cat and I'm like all shaky and I'm like, ah. and she's like loving on me and being sweet. And I was like, fuck you. Don't do that shit. And so I like went and like closed the door. Right. And like f made sure. Right. Laid down the table as fast as I could. And then I'm like, okay, now if she comes out. She's just going to step on the table and get some stuff on her paw. We can right. watch that off. We can do that. But like, that's scary, dude. I'm sorry for you. So bad. I'm happy for you. Though. Like, thanks. Me too. Alive. I'm glad my cat didn't fucking get. I'm glad Squarsh. I didn't squish that cat. <laughs> Good call. Pat. Thank you. Shout out two episodes ago. But you know what I mean? Wow. Ugh. <laughs> Zane, I'm realizing, too, that I need more friends for my butthole. <laughs> Do you know any pals? I, we know of one pal that I need to hit up. Yeah. Niklaus. Niklaus. Long time, first time of the podcast. I think he's been traveling quite a bit. He has, which is why I haven't hit him up. I know he's a busy boy. Well. Guys, if you know any Spokane, Spokaneites. Spokaneites. Sp spoken, spoken O's. Spoken words. If you, guys, if you guys know any spoken word poetry that I'd like to be friends with, <laughs> who want to hang out in my butthole, let me know. Keeps it fairly clean. I've got a butthole that is cleaner than most, I'd argue. Great. Spacious. Spacious. If there's one, Vaulted ceilings. If there's one word for my butthole, I guess two, let's say modern and spacious. My butthole's got a great aesthetic. <laughs> my parents listen to this every week. This is the part of the podcast where I remember my parents listen to this. This is the part where you run away. This is the part where I'm going to have to explain to them what a butthole is. That's <laughs> where I hang out with my buds. Which is weird. You would figure they would already know. More life experience and all <laughs> right. that. Right. Yeah. 
Dude, I'm not lying to you that I just cried for about 15 I know. minutes when I, I know heard you that did. for the first time the other day. If you've never seen The Good Place, I, I almost want to keep carrying the bit out for those people who don't know it. You have to have figured it out right. at this point. But The Good Place is an incredible show. I, I was very skeptical. I generally don't jump into shows like that. I literally, when I first clicked the like the first episode, I was like, "This has to be so good, or I'm just right. skipping it." Like, I don't. This looks dumb. Yeah, it's very good. It's super. The funny. third season just came out on Netflix. They're only making four <coughs> seasons of it. I know. Madison and I are halfway through the third <coughs> season. Like with every other show, we're yeah. like, "Oh, we need to watch that." Right. I'm like, "Bug, when are we going to watch that at all?" Um, ever? Speaking of shows, yeah. we finished the third season of The Handmaid's Tale. Ooh. Holy shit, dude. I, dude. Okay, so I've wanted to start watching that, and I've, I've heard every time it will just make me so unbelievably sad dude, that I'm like- It is feels, man. Yeah. I, like, You know me. So I'm a soft well boy. Done. I don't need that in my life. It's so well done. Good. You know, you know I don't like react to stuff like right, that. Right, you're not a feels boy. I was boy. almost crying the other day. Fuck. And I was like, what the you're fuck like, is going on? You're like, huh? What is this? What is hurting me? <laughs> Dude, I don't know why all guys do that exact same thing, but they're like, what? I'm not mm. even. <laughs> they just make grunting noises to avoid feeling something. And I'm like, yeah. you can just feel something, you know? It's okay. I just generally don't have that kind of like right, emotional yeah. reaction to anything. Right. And but it's you're like, like, huh? like most of the time when I'm mad, I'm fake mad. Yeah. Like, no, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really think of many times I've seen you for real mad. Yeah. Maybe I can't. I don't know. When I do some real stupid shit on, on Pro Tools, I feel like yeah, that's what it comes to. That's out. not like real mad. That's like, mm. it's, uh, what? who does it really Ooh, affect? Are we sure it about that? It looks real mad. I had to apologize <laughs> to some of our employees the other day. I was like, hey, just so you know, I know that my face does stuff that says, right. hey, you're a total fucking idiot. Right. That's and not that's what I'm actually reason, thinking. But here's why my face does that. And I'm working on it. I'm sorry. See, that's good, though. <laughs> Yay! Like, I try to be very self-aware. Right. That's a cool thing. That's so funny. Oh. Oh. Two podcasts ago. Still never explained forgot about the whole this. of this. Yeah, it's great. Good enough. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> our studio's a pretty good butthole. Dude, the messy. studio's a comfy butthole. It is. We've had, like, what do you think? How many people have we had in our butthole? In this one? Yeah. Well, the episode, the Hot Wings episode, we had, what, seven of us seven in here? Pe- that was a spicy day in the butthole. Yeah. That was a hot day, hot day in the Our butthole. Our butthole got heated up. This heated is going to be the up. one that somebody who isn't supposed to listen to this listens to it, <laughs> which is a huge bummer. Butthole. <laughs> butthole. Um, we started talking about culinary arts, and there was a reason we started talking about culinary arts. When? Two, like two like, episodes ago. Uh, uh, yeah, it was like a, a while ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, okay. And my teacher yelled at me and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I had a topic that I wanted to talk about Please. then, and I just remembered it. I'm, it's been literally three weeks, but I'm glad. Do you ever just be good at stuff, but not for any good reason? Interesting way to phrase that, given the question you just posed me. Yes. Like, I think about that a lot. There are things that you're like, why do I know how to do this? Or how does my brain just work for this? Here's going to sound <laughs> be what sounds like a humble, braggy answer. Yeah. No, that, that's exactly... Athletics is mine. Yeah. Why Why do I have any capacity for that? Much less, like, one I think people underestimate me having. Yeah. In no way am I some freak athlete. Obviously, I was a college, former professional former football Former professional college football athlete. But outside of that... Yeah. I feel, again, words used to describe my athletic ability have been sneaky, <laughs> deceptively athletic... 
faster than he looks <laughs> and somehow just surprisingly gets coordinated. It. Yeah. <laughs> not even joking. Well, I mean, you used to do parkour and stuff too. Like, kind of. And that's not like easy. Right. But that's the thing. Like, so this might be too big of like a headspace conversation for it, this podcast. Well, but you know what I mean? Like, one I of figured those, that's where it was going to end right, up anyway. But one of those things where it's like, it's kind of similar to pain tolerance, right? Right. Like, I either don't get sick or I have some horrible thing doctors have literally never heard of. <laughs> and so I ha- and like with like my knee, right? Yeah. I have a crazy thing with my knee. I have no idea what's in it. Yeah. The doctor who took the thing that was in my knee out of my body said, even doctors don't know what it is. Right. And they're like, yeah, but it's probably not that bad. And you said... Am I better? And they said, we don't know. They're like, you had an open bleed into your leg for like four years. And I was like, yeah, but like it was sore. Right. And sure, sometimes I couldn't walk. Yeah. But like, it's not like it was that bad. And I'm like, that feels like somewhat of a. Right. So I have no idea whether my pain tolerance is high or low. In the same way, I have no idea whether my athleticism is anywhere near what it should or shouldn't be. Right. And like how, how it would have gotten there. Right. But I'd like to believe that I've seen people who are in a position where it's their job to be athletic, yeah. do things in a way that sucks and is terrible, yeah. that I myself am confident, not in like this armchair quarterback sort of way no. where it's like, like, like there was an amazing video where a bunch of dudes on Twitter were like, oh yeah, right, Serena Williams, like blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. And she fucking whipped ass every single guy, dominated them, and I love that. Right. So this is not that perspective, but it's like, okay, somebody I consider of equal sort of athleticism Sometimes those people have jobs as athletes. Right. And I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. I couldn't do it forever. No. But in Uh, certain situations. Yeah. Like mine, like obviously I've done athletics my whole life. Right. And and stuff. My thing though is like cooking. I think that's how we got on culinary art. You're a really good cook. Yeah. I will say that. It's not like I whip up these masterpieces all the time. No, but But days, But some days I'm like, I'm going to make like potatoes. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to grill them. And then I need some sauce to dunk them in. I used to do this all the time at Clark Street. Yeah. And at Johnson, you would just make shit up. I just bake a potato. Right. And then I'm like, I'm going to make some sauce. And I just grab some shit out of the fridge. Right. Like barbecue sauce and mustard and and just put stuff in a bowl and mix it up and dunk this potato in there. I never had to throw one of those sauces away. Right. Granted, I'll eat a lot of stuff. But other people will also right. eat most of the things that I cook. <laughs> well, and that's like how we came up with our Pro Bowl meal. Right. It was basically just a potato casserole. That we rebaked and put bacon in. And like, no part of it should have worked, but it just did. But no, I mean, I, I think I'm in the same boat of like the, a lot of this is just a comparative comparative basis. Like, in no way are you saying that you're like a professional five-star Michelin trained chef. Or I guess three-star because it's Michelin. But Right. So you're not saying that, but you're saying for no. your ability and understanding of culinary arts, like I've you never... are h- more successful than you probably should be, right. given that knowledge. Nobody's given me a breakdown of, here's how cumin and turmeric mix together right. when they're sprinkled on top of whatever. Right. I just put shit in there, and it, works. and it ends up being pretty good. That's me with athletics. In no way can I do what you and Sterling do, because that's just different. But- yeah. For the amount of athletic I should be, probably, given yeah. my inactivity and, like, <laughs> non-devotion to most sports. For people who don't know, Tyler's a pretty good goalkeeper. And Which is pretty weird. good at soccer in general. Thank you. Which is a weird thing. I feel like my hands are decent for yeah. some reason. Yeah, he can catch footballs. 
Like, wh- Very like wh- well. But that's and, and so I again I know this isn't the case because you see like guys in not like preseason games necessarily. Yeah. But on like the practice field and stuff. Yeah. And they drop like thirty balls in a day. Yeah. And like I don't want to use the jugs machine. I'm like, are you kidding me? That would be so fun. <laughs> right. Are you joking? Just run right. You run that way and that way. And I know that that is not the case. Like, I'm so aware of that for anybody who's thinking that I'm being serious about this. But then at the same time, you're like, right. I couldn't do it as well. No one's arguing that. But I still could probably do it. And you could hit a baseball. Like, the amount of people. I can't hit a baseball. Oh, I forgot that. That's a. Like. Right, you you and baseball are a match and baseball, not made I can, in heaven. I can rip a ball. I can throw. I can catch. Right. You can kick a ball about eighty five yards. I can't tee off on a baseball. Like I, that's just one of those things. I've I've never been good well, at like, spotting the, a ball and swinging a bat. So that's where it comes down to too. It's like it's not just hand eye coordination, right? Because you have lots of that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like there's some other the the X factor or whatever, <laughs> which sounds so the dumb. intangibles. Like, literally, I know this sounds like. This is no. basically us just being like, yeah, we're basically really good athletes. <laughs> no, Marcus Russell, that. he's a franchise player. I just finished drinking a gallon of lean with him out in the parking lot. Oh my god, lot. no! <laughs> but like, that's the thing. It's like again, for if you take a, it's like you're comping a house, right? Yeah. When you comp houses to try and sell it or buy a house, yeah. you look at the houses that are similarly priced and right. marketed and all that stuff. But some are just better, right? And some are just worse for the same price, right? So if you take, I'm not gonna say the same priced human, we've way over that. <laughs> But if you 2019, take someone, whoa. can't not even gonna say person of a similar value. If you take a bunch of similar people right. and put them in a room with me, I would be willing to bet that I end up probably upper half. Right, for sure. Maybe upper third of athletic of athleticism in that group. Right. And but just cause. That just cause no idea why. Right. I can't run that far. I'm not that fast. Right. But I'm just above average on most stuff. Yeah. That's a crazy thing to it's me. It's weird. And I like, would, how do you get dude, like that? Literally, here's an example. You know me. I grew up with like n- very few green foods in my life. Yeah. <clears throat> that sounds so bad, but like just didn't. I was yeah. like, I was a corn kid. Yeah. And I was a, like a spinch kid, but can spinch, obviously. And I was like, Grian Beans were all right. Yeah. Green beans. I literally just named two th- two out of the three foods there were green, and even green corn is beans. arguably green given the husk. Yeah. You're not eating that. You better not, but. You better not. Yeah, you'll find out what happens if you do. <laughs> so, but you know what I mean? So, like, Zane made these green beans for dinner, like, two, three weeks ago when yeah, Madison right and I were. Yeah, I've had them, I think, four times. That's wild to me. I d- literally, Madison and I bought I green beans <laughs> to make. On date night because we were so excited about them. Yo. We made our chicken dish that we always make. Yum. A nice chicken alfredi with some rice. Ooh, I need and to some, some chicken. Garlic today. bread. Yeah. Yum. And fucking threw the beans in there. <laughs> the best part about them is that they get like crispy too if you leave them in yeah. just a little too long. Mm-hmm. And like the sauce like caramelizes. I'm so hungry right now. Dude, me too. <laughs> and so. If only Popeyes had a chicken sandwich we could have, but they're out. I'm upset. Wait, maybe we're. I think, exception. I think we're not. We can try. Because nobody talks about it here. That's like a big city thing. Dude, maybe. Uh, it might be worth a drive. Yeah. Long story short, though, yeah. these green beans are out of this fucking world. And I don't know if it's because they're special crazy green beans or I've just never know. had good green beans in my life. But I think given the fact that like her dad also likes them and yeah. like a bunch of people who don't typically seek out vegetables have actively craved these like multiple times Crack in the last beans. few weeks. <laughs> 
They're so good, dude. Dude. And that's the thing is I just threw some shit in. No, I know. Like, you were like explaining it to us. You're like, yeah, I think I put this in there. I don't really know. And we're like, wait, you haven't made this hundreds of times. And we're like, you're like no, I literally just, I don't know. We had what we had it in there. Yeah. Figured it out. I was like, we're going to cook some green beans. But they taste like a dip. Like I would order them at a restaurant. Here's a secret. Anytime you're grilling anything or like sauteing some stuff. Right. And you're going for a not like Asian based flavor where you're using like soy sauce or yeah. um, fish sauce or anything like yeah. that. Montreal steak seasoning. man. Unbelievable. Dude, dude, I'm about to, dude, I'm about to have a hot take. Okay. This is a Montana localized hot take. Okay. Alpine touch has slipped in my rankings of seasonings. See, I thought it was this all rounder. Yeah. It's not. Not quite. It It is good on a lot it's of very stuff. Very good. But it is not an all around because the, it has too distinctive a flavor. Right. Yeah. It's very I want something herby. subtle in the background. Yeah. If I want burgers with Alpine Touch, I know I'm getting an Alpine Touch burger. Right. This, it won't make any sense to literally anyone who doesn't live here. Alpine Touch is the seasoning that is made in Montana, and like everybody fucking uses it. Yeah. Everybody has a huge ass jar, except me. I don't think I have any. I just cleaned out our spice cabinet. We should probably get some. But so that's what I mean. It's like, even if you don't have it, you still like want right. it around. Yeah. It's great for chicken. It's great for beef. Like, it's great for a lot of stuff. But the thing is, is that I know it's not even. I don't think it's you're even putting in too much. No, I think it's, it's just, just such if a you distinct add it, flavor. It is such a distinct flavor, and it's not found a lot of other places. Whatever combination of spices it is, that it just it, it overwhelms it a little bit. Right. So if you're looking for that exact spice, awesome. Which most of the time I am, but sometimes I just want something else to season it up, and I'm so much more likely to hit up like a light garlic salt right. instead of. And I'll yeah. touch garlic salt is clutch. Garlic salt is an um, is an OG for sure. I recently have been going to the combination of just garlic powder yep. and Lowry's. Smart. Dude, Lowry's is Because Lowry's is- Lowry's is that business. Like Johnny's is really good as a seasoning salt, good. but it's a little sweet Lowry's for me. Lowry's is better. Lowry, Lowry's is just like very- We had like a costco size Lowry's at yes, Johnson. I, I still have a big ass one now. Right. Because I, I put it in almost everything. It's so good. Like if I make an egg scramble, a lot of Lowry's just going on whatever vegetables and stuff I'm I putting agree. in there. Like it, yeah, it is very good. So like the danger combo of Lowry's Montreal steak seasoning, which I also have a Costco size right. bottle of you gotta. and uh garlic salt or gar- just garlic powder are, mm, that's wow. But that's like 80% of the spices and yeah. people are going to be like, that's not, you have no idea. You've literally just said you were a good cook. That's 80% of the spices for me. I did yeah, not say right. I was a good cook, but I also keep cum- cumin around. Right. Cumin's one of those things that I couldn't one. tell you what it tastes like, right. but I know what it's going to make my food taste like. Right. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm making some black beans. If you're just putting black beans on rice and stuff, not good. Add some cumin. Right. If you are making tacos buy taco seasoning, right? There's no shame in that. Right. Sprinkle a little extra cumin in it. There's a time where you just need to know what you're doing. Are you like, you need to just understand that somebody else has done it better than you and you'll never get as good. Like if you're trying to hand make a taco seasoning, I think for a large majority of the population, like a McCormick's taco seasoning is going to be the best move. Right. And not because like people are incompetent or can't figure it out. They no. just make a good taco seasoning. Yeah. Dude, I didn't tell you. I found my plastic cups. Yes. Yes. Did you have to order them or did you no. like find them at a store? They were at a store. Yo. Dude, let me tell you a quick, I'll, I'll regale you with a quick tale. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were at Target. Okay. The best store. Of course. Was it Super Targ? No, dude, just a regular Targ. Wow. But it was big. Wow. Dude, everything there is the fucking upside down. 
target starts from left to right. Here, we start on the right, and you walk straight oh, through the women's okay. section, yeah, yeah. turn left at the men's, go all the way through electronics. Right. Yeah. And then you this. find the Demogorgons. Perfect. Okay. And then here, you start on the left side of the store, and you go straight through the women's section, turn right at the men's, Yo. walk through the electronics. Like, it's all the same. Somebody just flipped, flipped it. Flipped it. Wow. And I know people are going to be like, yeah, idiot. They design stores corporately to like be the same. Every place you go, so you yeah, feel comfortable. It's like yeah, Albertsons, I fucking but know. one of the Albertsons here is backwards from the other one. That's what I mean. I'm good at stores. That's another thing I'm good at. Stores? Stores. I know where shit is in stores. That's true. You are very, you're an efficient shopper. But that Albertsons fucks me up every time. It's hard to deal with. The thing is, though, is like like Ross. I know yeah. where everything is in a Ross, no matter what Ross I go to. Right. And I get that that is by design. I'm not dumb. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like when it's flipped when backwards, flip it, I go. still know where it should be and likely is. Right. But I have to think about it. Right. And that's where you get slowed down. And that shit down. stresses me yeah. out. And I'm like, nah, nah. But I was walking around and Target has a glassware section. And I was like, oh, cool. And I looked and I was like, what? Chrissy Teigen makes cups? Or like at least has her name on them. And I picked it up and it was plastic. And I was like, yo. Oh. Thanks, Chrissy. And so I looked around a little more and I was like, okay, those are a little expensive. They're like three fifty four bucks a cup. That's yeah. too much. Yeah. Especially with tax. Hello. Fuck. But <laughs> this is going to be a Damn theme it. of the episode. It's just <laughs> of every episode for the next two years. It's going right. to be me being like, can you believe that I get taxed can, on my can shit? Can you believe? Um, but then we went to a different Target. Mm-hmm. And I was wandering around and I looked and there's the Chrissy Teigen ones. But next to those... <sighs> Were almost identical cups to the ones I had at Johnson. Your boy bought, I think, four of them. Nice. I'm hooked up now. Yes. Boy, they are nice I'm to so drink out of. You. I'm so happy for me too. A good solid cup that you don't have to worry about shattering. Dude, it made here's it. It made me realize this yesterday. We went to brunch. Yeah. And, um, they brought out the like, Pizza Hut cups. Yeah. They're like crackly white plastic or red plastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just have like they a Pepsi logo forever. on them. They last forever. They've been sterilized too many times. Right. They're probably very dangerous for you. Mm-hmm. But they, so, water just hits different out of them. I, I almost said they're made out of PCP. But, well. But that's not what's in plastic. That's I, bad for yeah, you. I hope not. Um, But. <laughs> the water just hits different. <laughs> it does, dude. And no, I know what you're saying. And but so if it was PCP, the, it would right, also oh, hit different. It, <laughs> very much so. So, um, the thing is though, with these plastic cups at home, it's a similar effect. If I'm drinking out of glass, being a bitch, you know, drinking out of cups, then I feel like the, the drink is fine. It'll do, it'll do the job. It carries a liquid to my mouth, but with the plastic cups, it's an experience. Those of you who drink out of plastic cups are going to know what I'm talking about. They can't be too thin. They can't be, somebody's like, oh, Tyler, the dollar store sells plastic cups. Yeah. Not the right ones. No. Poor Madison has had to just put up with me being an asshole about these plastic cups and has been like, look, there's some. And I'm like, that's not, those aren't it. Right. That ain't I'll know dog. when I see him and she's like, I'm literally just trying to help you. And I'm like, no, I know you are. It's very sweet and I appreciate you and you're awesome. Yeah. Bless you. Those aren't it. <clears throat> no, they have Dude. to have a certain amount of heft to them. They have to have a certain je ne sais quoi about them. And these do. <laughs> Guys, I think it's time for Tweet of the Week. comes to us from John is Toast at John is Toasted. John writes, 
It's funny that Spider-Man's parents don't know he has spider powers yet. They literally named him Spider-Man. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, it's been a fun episode. We'll see you later.